0: everybody you've reached the Mayfair podcast I'm Eric I don't know why I did that uh, I'm, Andrew. <laughs> I'm such a jerk this is Josh I disapprove of this whole thing but well this is my 40th podcast appearance so well, I, I sh- felt I had to do a different thing I checked earlier I didn't just remember that and do
1: you keep a track at home like a prisoner just c- to.
0: well I started doing I do but it's partly because I would have my mom or my aunt be like which ones are you on and I'm like you should <laughs> listen to all of them but here's the ones that i'm on because you asked and now i just keep the list going i don't know why it feels very like i don't know very like full of myself or something your mom is opposed to everyone else who's yeah, on the podcast she's like i don't care for that josh or andrew but i don't know why my mom is british also but anyway i hope she's listening now and she views No, this is well she definitely will once i give her the list
1: but i can yeah. leave this one off yikes I don't know I, now I feel bad if mums are listening if we've had swears and stuff I don't, I don't know we're pretty good like, we're pretty good I, I've yeah. only sworn I think twice I've in dropped S-bombs <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: ever but I did it's funny because my wife and I were listening one week and I definitely dropped an S-bomb and she was like oh are you, are you allowed to do that and I was like well I mean it's in there yeah. so I guess Too it." Did, yeah I don't know like I've, I've heard Lee drop F-bombs I think Oh, oh yeah. pretty sure yeah, yeah.
1: So Until the FCC takes over the internet, we yeah, yeah. do whatever the hell we want, really. <laughs> he puts you know. the F-bomb in FCC, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: yikes. Yeah, I still haven't dropped one of those, and I'm, like, hoping I never do, but I, I don't know. Because I-, I try to... You never know who's going to listen, and I'm, like, always trying to be mindful of, like, maybe some kids listen to podcasts, I don't
1: know. My favorite is if I'm in the living room with headphones on, working on some Mayfair stuff or something, and I go into the kitchen, and Gwen's in there doing something without headphones listening to the podcast yeah. and I hear my voice and I'm like I just live here you, yeah. you can hear me talk all the time I would have told you all that exact same stuff and yeah. maybe have It's yeah that's weird when somebody in your own house is listening to yeah you know, I've
0: never I, I usually listen just to see kind of how how it came together or what like I usually forget too to make sure you have me saying. cut out oh yeah it's always that I'm like man he cut out all my best parts like jeez <laughs> like that whole that Mandy monologue that I went on every episode but yeah, it is, it, it does kind of throw you off, you know, the hearing or something. Like, do I really sound like that? Does Josh
1: really sound like that? It's weird. I've desensitized myself to it since I've kind of done the editing chores the last while. I don't know if my brain is like, that's not me. Yeah. You know, but like
0: it's just voices. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I could kind of look at it clinically and be, you know, oh, cut out that. And I've gotten better at just little things that I probably don't have to do. Yeah. But I just take the time to go through it once and kind of take out little stutters or Mm -hmm. take out little ums and take out stuff like that and just makes it a little bit sometimes though we'll have like a thirty seven minute podcast and I'll whittle it down to thirty two yeah because there's a gap in there where the phone rings or somebody leaves the room or something and I just cut all that out. But then other times there's some like funny like mistakes (laughs) that are left in. Yeah. And my wife's like, why did he leave that in? I was like, it's hilarious, that's why Or there's sometimes where kind of Joked with Eric about it, how we say like too much, but sometimes the like is over something or it's too close to another word, so I just can't... I'm like, ah, leave it. You yeah, we, and we also, like, we don't... Hide. Okay, that didn't count as a no, like. No, that, that's an actual... That's what it should have been. All right,
0: great. All right. The point is, uh, what I was going to say is there's... We've gotten pretty good at having very few gaps, but not talking over each
1: other. I don't, I don't know if we just accidentally have become good at that. But... And correcting myself. Sometimes my brain will turn off and, I, and there'll be like a gap of 20 seconds yeah. and then I'll go, Nicholas Cage. Yes. And I'll just cut out that 20 seconds so it doesn't sound like I just had a stroke. <laughs> and <laughs> I even notice those like in the moment a lot of times. I'm like, yeah, he's going to cut that out <laughs> yeah. for sure. But then I'll listen to podcasts, I listen to a lot of podcasts from Matt Myra and he jokes that he doesn't edit anything because he's too busy. Mm-hmm. And there'll be times like that where there'll be 15 seconds of nothing and I'll go, oh, did I get disconnected? Did my bleeding get in? And like, oh nope he's still there yeah he's yeah really close right. one yeah that's why
0: it's good you know we've got Andrew for the deep cut movie references that <laughs> I can't remember and I'm like I can describe them and then he usually within seconds knows what I'm talking about which yeah. is nice so within seconds usually I think, I think you've only faltered like once and yeah. I don't remember what it was like you're usually 100% on the ball and then you went home and cried. Yeah, and I were... was like, get this, sweetie. Andrew didn't remember a movie for the first time. And <laughs> she dropped a plate. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, too busy with his LP copy of uh, Mission to Mars soundtrack, <laughs> yeah. and uh, he couldn't remember the movie. I'm bringing it back. you get <laughs> that on LP? I, oh, man. If you can, I'm going to find it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh. he, you
1: anything, probably. Well, No records were well, gone way, by, way more like now that. though that's oh, yeah. the weird
0: thing they're coming out with the weirdest stuff that you would think weird Blu-ray releases too but like LP stuff that you would never think there would be a big enough there's always a market but is there a big enough market to have a weird red and black variant of you know Friday the 13th 7
1: I don't know I want the 1990 Ninja Turtles album on green I was gonna say if it's not on green vinyl uh, even though I don't have record I have had a record an orange cassette of that I have one of those two. Yeah, they put them out in like the yeah, four colors. Yeah, I have black. What? That's <laughs> you got That off. is total BS. <laughs> yeah, that's should... good. Good swear editing, right there. <laughs> you should. I don't know, like dear Sony. <laughs> I was looking at my cassette. I didn't for know any for... better. Like yeah. I didn't know until you
0: guys told me that I got ripped off. Like, and that is so cool that they would do it in the colors, and
1: then I got black, and I'm like, is that a foot soldier color? Like, what even is this? You should look on eBay, and I bet you. Ours are worth $30 and yours is like two. It, what if it was the other or one? The opposite, round? yeah. Yeah, like mine was the rare one. They're like, oh no, wait, we were supposed to be doing colored ones of this. Crap. I have the cassette single for Prince's Bat Dance. Purple? No, it's, ye- it's-, it's a yellow case and then I think it's see through. I think it's a see through uh. cassette. Cassingle, by the way. Cassingle. Oh, They're the <laughs> worst. What a dumb idea. Yeah. So you have to put it in click listen to one song and then click yeah. flip it over sometimes
0: the worst ones are the ones where it's two songs but it's the same song and it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. the radio version or the instrumental or something like that and you're like i probably wouldn't even listen to this
1: yeah what do people who do like at least with records back in the day i think they were called tiny records yeah what yeah. were they called tiny re- well 45 47 yeah. inches you could make a stack records. of them i remember my grandparents record player you could put on 20 45s. oh wow really yeah so there was a little thingy And you'd balance the 2045s on, and then one would go click, and one would go down. And then click, two would go down. And it was like kind of a... What? It sounds more like a jukebox. A low-brow jukebox. It was just a record player, but a big one. Like it was a record player the size of a freezer. Yeah. But I remember that, that it had a little thing where you, you would balance it on a little device. Yeah. And it would just... know. So at least that you could put on, I don't know how many... You could say any number, and we would be yeah. like, "Yeah, cool." You put on seventy-five, forty-five.
0: You're blowing my mind. It's, it's so it's so weird that I'm, my mind is being blown by old technology, <laughs> old technology that doesn't even exist anymore. And I I, can, I have a phone in my pocket that has a thousand <laughs> songs. I'm like, Tell me more about this stack of records you say. I'm gonna stack twenty phones oh, on top man. of each other. It'd be so much easier. I used to briefly have a jukebox. Actually, it was one what? of the yeah. I had to get rid of it because it's enormous and difficult to move. Like a
1: real jukebox. Yeah, wow. I,
0: I got it off. Well ostensibly i got it off Kijiji, but actually my friend got it off a guy in quebec off Kijiji, and then like he paid for it and never picked it up i mean he meant to but it just didn't come around and then i wanted one he's like well if you want to just pay me you can pick it up and i think it was like 300 bucks 350 bucks like not bad considering and i I had it for like probably a year and it just it was just kind of impractical like it was amazing i loved it how
1: many records does a jukebox hold Great question. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, but <it's, laughs> I think that one. Three. Yeah, yeah. It was
0: like a whole stack. I think that one was about twenty-five to forty, something like maybe like thirty. But but it was awesome. And that one in particular was it was the big hole forty-fives. Because you know some of them have the spindle thing or spindly yeah. little whatever. And so it was cool because I already had a few of those, and then I could. I mean, I love crate digging and going to record stores, but let's be honest, sometimes for certain songs you're looking for, you kind of got to eBay it at that point. So yeah.
1: I had a sweet collection of Big Hole 45s going, still have them, just no jukebox. So. My favorite, I still have these. I have a couple of, because I was right on the tail end of records, like mm. the very tail tail end. And I have a, I think it's Return of the Jedi album, like read-along album. Oh, and I, I have that. I Actually, I have the first two. I don't have that one. And then I have one, and I forget what it's called, but it's Chewie and R2 go to a planet. It's like a, it's like an extended <laughs> a side dude. story. Yeah, side story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But it's cool. Like, it's one where you get to end a the page, and then R2 goes beep, boop, boop, and then you yeah, turn yeah. the page. I think they did that.
0: I think he was kind of the go to, you know, beep guy. Yeah. I really <laughs> hope it's called Chewie and R2 Go to <laughs> a Planet, because that would be the best. We're not even trying, George. Like, come on. <laughs> it would be like, I'm just throwing
1: out ideas here. We're just yeah. workshopping this. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> burp, 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 burp. I
1: think and that then, was the noise it would make. And they just go to the planet and nothing happens, no conflict. <laughs> yeah, we never but, said there'd be conflict. Like, they yeah, just go and, to a planet. What do <laughs> everything's you want? good here. They grab some lunch. Man, like, those are so fun. And, and, and like,
0: it's not the same voices. I, I don't. At least for no. mine, some sounded similar, but a few were just like, tear this ship apart until you find those plans. And you're There's like, probably okay. one guy. Yeah, it probably was. And it was. Just like his princess Leia is weird. <laughs> I don't like his approach to this. But yeah, we used to listen to that all the time. It's it's scratched to hell at this point, but I still have. Yeah, yeah, the first two it's fun, but it's yeah, it's well loved. And I think a short. friend
1: had the black hole one, which oh, cool. is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. They're out there still. It's one of those weird things where now records are kinda of back, but for a long time it was that weird records were either just being given away. Yeah. And now they're kind of collectible again, so they're hmm. back up. And I don't think they ever completely fully
0: stopped worldwide. Like I think they yeah. always kinda there was a plant somewhere kind of thing. But I mean there, there was definitely A lull in in the 90s in particular, you know.
1: They went away enough at one point that years ago, Pearl Jam was on Letterman. Mm -hmm. And I remember Dave held up an album, and he and Paul Schaefer kind of joked about it. Where he was like, well, look at this big CD. What is this, Paul? (laughs) And Paul said, oh, those are what we used to call albums. And so Pearl Jam, because they were Pearl Jam, got to throw their weight around. And we're like, no, we want it on vinyl. Yeah. But I remember, I don't if that was 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I don't remember. But I remember then it started happening more and more Yeah. where I think other artists went, oh, Pearl Jam got to do it and then, you know, Weezer was like, we want to do it and then somebody else was like, we want to do it and so, and now they're back. Now every single thing that comes out you can get on vinyl. And I'm sure like someone like McCartney and Bowie and stuff would still want, who'd had their whole career on vinyl at that point, you know, like. Well, now you don't get CDs, like I, I think CDs are kind of extinct now. <laughs> Even
0: like the way you're saying it, you're sort of like CD. CDs. You're like,
1: you're you guys comp- remember these? <laughs> these Compact discs.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah. I, I I know there's still people who buy them. like I know they exist. I don't. I mean, they're not helpful for me.
1: Is the new? I don't know. Is the new Adele album coming out on CD? I, I believe so. It's yeah. just
0: it's so, so like it's like Sunrise still has CDs. Okay. And, yeah. But it's so small now. Like we're talking about just what the classical section became at the HMV I worked at where I used to to work on Sparks and it was the biggest in the city biggest classical and it was like I don't know eight bunks or whatever you know and then it was like seven then six and then eventually it was one and (laughs) then it was like two rows and it just became less and less but they were like $24.99, $29.99 24.99 29.99 oh, uh, a pop. Oh, I mean which yeah. is the people who buy classical music will pay of course you know the same people who are coming into Judy Edge documentaries kind of thing for the most part <laughs> yeah. but so you, you sympathize cuz they come in and they're just like oh i remember how big this section needs to be and, and it's just so sad i'm I, sorry but it's just you got to go with what works and and at that point DVDs and and i'm not i mean Blu-rays were sort of coming in at that point but it was like DVDs just became bigger and bigger, and that kind of took over the store. And then you were
1: like, "I know we don't have any classical music, but could I interest you in a bobblehead or yeah. a belt?" Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: uh, did you want Attack of the Clones on digital video disc? Because <laughs> yeah. we've got that. And, and SACDs uh, briefly for a time there. That was, Man. yeah, that was the replacement for the CD and the album, and uh, didn't didn't work. Didn't go. No. And the, oh, there were some mini disc players. Like, oh, we can we can talk about all <laughs> of them.
1: That's the wrong podcast. What yeah, podcast are we on? True.
0: Which one is this? Get back to asking Josh what a graphic novel is.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's talk about the movies because I'm going to go watch the Santa Claus movie that we man. have on today. Which we should
0: have referenced on the last podcast, I guess, because yeah. now it's so dated that yeah.
1: we've mentioned it. But, man, I really hope you liked that movie two weeks yeah. ago. It's going to be good. Agfa never steers us wrong. But, so, speaking of Judy Dench, we have... Nothing like a dame held over for a second week. Sweet. It's not even here yet in real life, but it's back. (laughs) Confusing (laughs) me now. I know, right? You don't even know what day it is anymore in real life. Then we have Widows from director Steve McQueen. Oh, man. With a crazy all-star cast and a very female-driven action crime movie movie, heist movie yeah it's supposed to be just incredible I'm looking forward to it
0: and the uh, I can't remember his name now but the the guy from uh, Get Out the main oh yeah Daniel Kalua it's not Kalua it's not Kalua Kalua. (laughs) (laughs) anyway but he's and apparently he he plays the bad guy and is terrifying oh sure it's going to be really interesting to see him playing to most people against type, I guess, because you think of him being this. Heroic Since he guy. was our hero last time. Yeah, absolutely. And it was it was a bit like that with the villain in Get Out playing the nice guy and uh, whatever I can't remember now, but it was up for an Oscar. Crap, that's going to bother me. He played he played a gay gentleman and he was really amazing. In the same year, Get Out was in. Oh right, yeah. What, what movie was that? Moonlight. <laughs> it wasn't. Was he in Moonlight? No, that? no. I didn't see Again, Moonlight guy. No. The Get Out guy. <laughs> the Get Out guy. that's <laughs> Daniel that could be Kal- a movie. Kalua? No, the other, the evil father guy. Spoiler, I guess. Sorry, but yeah, no, he was in something else that. Oh, it was was he? Uh, was it um, Shape of Water? Is he in that? Yes.
1: House? No, you're getting it all mixed up now. Oh my God. You don't know what, what you're talking hell? about. No, I really don't. And I'm <laughs> like, Andrew, help! I need the you. The Shape of Water guy. Was not in. Are you talking about the Get bad out. guy
0: from Billy Madison? No, no I, I wish I was. It was no. also The Dad in Get Out? The, the, yeah, The Dad in Get Out played a good guy the same year. Oh, uh, The Post? What's, I didn't see The Post. Oh, man, this is going to. Shooter McGavin. We're oh talking God. about God. Shooter, Shooter McGavin. Oh, God. I'm going to look it up. Uh, okay, okay well, we're going to move well, on here. Yeah, you Josh. Look it up.
1: And then I'll know. So, Widows, we have coming up. We also have Boy Erased. Looks really good. It's there directed are two by. two Lucas Hedges movies. Oh yeah, because that other one's coming up in the next week Yeah, Yeah, I shouldn't have mentioned that You monster, Ben's not back yet (laughs) A view into the future (laughs) That'll be really funny in three weeks When you hear this Ah, But Boy Erased is a Golden Globe nominee For the young actor For Lucas Hedges And directed by Joel Edgerton Who my nerd brain always goes Hey, that's young Uncle Owen He was in the Star Wars movies. Oh man, yeah but he's become quite a respected director in his own right, and Boy Raced is really highly acclaimed film where you go to and you just get furious at people because yeah. it's one of those a gay man gets sent to a camp to be brainwashed into not being gay anymore. That's basically. So it's a sequel to Lady Bird. Sequel yeah. to Lady Bird, yeah. Because yeah. Lady plays oh, like God, a closeted, yeah. easy, Whoa, is this, easy Is this the Lady Bird yeah, verse? it's a, it's a <laughs> Lady Bird um, spinoff, and it's got Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe in it so a couple of Oscar winners and again a lot of these movies that we have now that are Golden Globe nominees are all going to be front runners to get Oscar nominations in the next little while so yeah Boy Erased then we have I'm really glad we got this movie Can You Ever Forgive Me I know know almost nothing about it but apparently it's great well I saw Melissa McCarthy talking about it on I think Colbert I think a couple places maybe so it's based on a true story of a biographer whose career kind of falters and then she ends up Plagiarizing a bunch of stuff and her career gets better and better and then she gets caught it's <laughs> so it's like it's all about like that it's about yeah. this person who breaks the rules and yeah. is stumbling in, it's a crime doesn't pay movie essentially it's, it
0: sounds like a reverse the wife basically yeah yeah. <laughs> but I, just, I don't know if that's how reverse for, the wife yeah yeah that's
1: that's my quote on the poster for better or for worse but it's got uh, yeah Melissa McCarthy who's great and it's a drama it's a straight drama from her I was wondering that yeah and Richard E. Grant's in it who's also fantastic and it's from the Sundance nominated director of Diary of a Teenage Girl which we had a couple years mm. ago which I really liked I never saw that actually which was uh, based on a graphic novel. I oh, believe. boy. <laughs> a comic, comic book. Yeah, <laughs> get it right. What it means. Oh, then Life Changer. Ottawa premiere of Life Changer, which is a Canadian shapeshifter horror film. Ooh. It looks... I mean this in the best possible way. It looks <laughs> Canadian. Like, it looks... Kind of like Cronenberg-esque almost, yeah,
0: you know? it looked cool. And, I, and you know, there's been people who are, like, coming from out of town, you know, or, or going to be coming from out of town to see that, like, there's been kind of a buzz about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, even though I don't know all that much about it. That's my new thing. I, I try not to pay too much attention to these things and then get...
1: I wish away. I could do that more. i just... I love going into a movie not knowing anything about it. And then it will be the holiday break season as well. So that's December 28th through January 3rd. So we have a couple of more family films that week. We have Smallfoot, which is kind of cool because it fits into the snowy theme of the holiday films. And I didn't realize this, but it's produced by Lord and Miller, who are the masterminds behind the Lego movie. And Solo. And Solo. (laughs) Poor Lord and Miller. The best parts of Solo. I don't want to talk about a movie that we don't have, but that I hope we do. But I got to go see Spider-Verse. Oh yeah, I didn't realize it And it was fantastic. And I liked Solo, but I couldn't help but watch Spider-Verse. And even though they didn't direct it, but they wrote it and produced it and were very hands-on. And weren't fired. And weren't fired. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was just like, man, I wish they directed Solo. Because Solo was fine, but you look at the vision on Spider-Verse versus, say, a Pixar movie or a Disney movie. Yeah. And it just, it looks completely different and it's modern and fun and the music's cool and the acting's really, really great. And I just like, man, I wish Solo had that. Yeah, you yeah, know? those like, things, all of the things. I like that they're bouncing back after Solo. And no, no matter what happens to the box office of Spider-Man, it's just getting this great buzz and, and winning all kinds of awards yeah. and stuff. So. But yeah, so anyhow, so Lauren and Miller were executive producers on this Smallfoot movie, which is a kid-friendly Bigfoot movie. Yeah, I want to, so I'm going to come see that one. And it's from the writer who worked on James and the Giant Peach and Chicken Run. So a couple of really good, modern, family-friendly films. Oh, man, yeah. You,
0: you were a big uh, Chicken Run fan. Oh, I love You're, Chicken
1: Run. Yeah. So Chicken Run 2 is coming. Really? Which raises the question... Uh-oh. Is is Mel Gibson? Gibson? Here we go. <laughs> like, he's been
0: forgiven, don't you know? He was up for two Oscars two years ago. Yeah,
1: everybody's like, oh, Mel. Uh,
0: oh, that scamp. He's got his crazy beard now take go with his craziness. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not... I don't know. I feel icky about Mel Gibson. I, I think
1: they can... Either Chicken Run 2 could just be a bunch of different chickens. Yeah, or it opens with him being like, I have to go now and <laughs> flies off to another planet. You're like, oh. it, just, it opens brutally with him getting eaten.
0: That would actually work, though. Yeah. You're like, oh, we've got to save him from the... Oh, no, he's been eaten. Here.
1: I think they should just skew it and there was a lot of chickens you can't say female chickens but chickens (laughs) in chicken run
0: so make it make it uh, like house of cards the last season exactly yeah
1: or oceans ate it just make it a chicken heist movie oh man i would watch that because that's the chicken run is one of the great heist movies of all time it just happens to have chickens in it our other kid movie this week even though it's a few months old and it's going to be an interesting experiment in do people care about blu-ray because it's on (laughs) blu-ray i'll just say that but teen titans go to the movies hands down one of my favorite movies of the year yeah super fun the audience I saw it with at the preview show were just laughing and clapping it's it's super meta without being annoying it's got great music in it the animation is 2d which you never see on the big screen anymore Stan Lee's in it even Stan Lee's got a great part in it Nicolas Cage has a great part
0: in it I I didn't even realize he was in it until you you mentioned that and then I I was like did I know that
1: I don't think I knew that it caps off this great Nick Cage year of Mandy Spider-Verse Teen Titans and probably There's three my, other mom movies. Mom and we did. Was it Mom and Dad this year? It, yeah. Te- it,
0: technically, like, it's debatable, but I think we got it this year. So. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, Nick Cage. Big, and Between Worlds, still great. I, I, it's not even officially out, even though it's out. I don't know. I think know.
1: he's on some movie that people are making fun of because it's like, it's something on a boat. And um, it's him shooting people on a boat. Oh man, that's that, sound, that USS cute. Indianapolis or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That things. one was that's
0: the that's the shark movie. That's oh. that's the like Jaws prequel oh, yeah. movie with oh god the I cast is interesting. That. Yeah, it's I mean it's not great, but it's it's a fascinating misfire, I guess. And there's 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 a fascinating cast as well. Like
1: just some of the people in that, you're just like, why? How did this happen? I've read about that before, where you'll see why is Ben Kingsley in this movie? Or yeah. even somebody like just who's popular, like, why is Jason Statham in this movie? Yeah. And it's because they had three days off, and <laughs> they went, well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a break right now. I'm taking a few weeks off. Yeah. And they're like, do you want to come in Friday, Saturday, Sunday? We'll give you half a million dollars. Yeah. And they'll go, yeah, okay. Like the cage model, basically. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. So that's why sometimes you know actors are like plumbers, and they're just like, yeah, I could make a couple bucks this weekend. Yeah. And they're not in the whole movie, mm-hmm. but they have a little cameo
0: and that is one thing i do respect about cage more so than like we'll say bruce willis because there oh, are it's, it's similarly you'll have stuff where you're like okay i know you had a free weekend and that's what this yeah. is but he just it's just a check cash and on a, a walkthrough you know like whereas with cage he brings it you know he really does oh, yeah. and, and even if you don't like the movie or you don't like him
1: you could he's not
0: half-assing it
1: you know well him in and spider-man in and the way they're spinning off movies now I was like, I-, I want to spin off with his character. Uh, is is he... He's film noir Spidey. Oh, not... Oh man, that's yeah. amazing. He's yeah. in black and white, oh, and he's got a fedora and, like, kind of goggles. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's pretty cool. I already wanted to see it, but... Um, yeah. And
0: it's pretty cool that you got two awesome comic book animated movies this year.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. At yeah, least yeah, yeah. two, anyway. I don't know. There could have been a third that I don't Well, remember. and Teen Titans Go didn't make a ton of money, but it made enough that it was okay, because it was very low-budget comparatively, like, it was... $10 million yeah. versus, you know, a Pixar movie yeah. being $150 million. Didn't you say it was going to be, like, direct-to-video originally, and then that I it was think, too I, good? I think so. It was going to be just either a, you know, a Cartoon Network TV movie or essentially straight-to-video, whatever you call it nowadays. Yeah, just still straight call it straight that. Straight-to-the-interwebs. Yeah, yeah, straight to But they released it, and it, it did fine. Like it, I think it made, like, $30 million yeah. bucks off of $10 million. So Josh saw it 15 times, so oh, man. that helped with the box office. I'm going to totally come see it again while we have it. I loved it. It was really good. And it's this weird thing where once upon a time, a movie like this, or like when I was a dumb little kid, I didn't like Batman 66 because my brain was like, no, Batman is Dark Knight Returns. That's it. All right. Because you were reading the comics before seeing the show, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. Like Batman 66 was like, my mom's Batman, you know? You're so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But then somewhere along the line, I was like, oh no, it's genius. So we can live in a world where... Teen Titans Go is awesome, but yeah. I also like Dark Knight Returns, and I also like Tim Burton Batman, you know, Yeah, so. and it's great
0: that, you know, Adam West got so much love uh, oh, yeah. later on. I mean, it's throughout his career, but later on, and, and just to have him on Family Guy and have him have, get the name out there, at least, no matter what you think of Family Guy or Seth MacFarlane, like, to you can tell there's a lot of love for Adam West. Oh, and, yeah. And it's just, I've been watching, like, I try to watch at least an episode or two a day, I'm trying to get through the series, my annual yeah. rewatch And today's episode was the one where a giant clam eats Robin. Oh, God, is he going to be okay?
1: I don't know. I didn't watch the final part. My favorite thing about that, I I forget who told this story, but I think it was Craig Ferguson on his talk show. He was talking with somebody of the age who actually watched it when they were kids. (laughs) Yeah. And then they were saying, like, people look at it now like camp. People kind of make fun of it now. But he said, when I was six or seven years old, and that cliffhanger happened, and I forget, like, it was on, like, Wednesdays and Thursdays or something like that. So, on Thursday, you would go to school, and before the bell rang, the kids would be stressed out. It would be like, is Robin going to get killed? Yeah, what if he dies this time? So, every cliffhanger like that was a cliffhanger. Yeah,
0: and some of them are, like, fairly... I mean, not intense, because of the kind of show it is, but some of them are, like, they look like... You know, like, they get. there's one episode where they get shot by Commissioner Gordon, and, like... (laughs) And it looks like they actually get shot. and, And as a kid, that would probably traumatize you, but they didn't get shot, by the way.
1: I just heard today that... There's some classic Christmas song that Eartha Kitt was the first one who recorded it. Is it Santa Baby? I think it's Santa Baby. I know Baby she's or maybe, pretty famous it. for yeah. that song. That's funny. I didn't realize she... I get. I, I knew she had a recording career, but that's a, yeah. that's a big song. And then she did Santa Claus. Oh, I'm the, sure she you did. Know, I'm
0: doing the claw hand for those of you out there, <laughs>
1: just so you know. For the, for the video podcast. Yeah. She was Catwoman on Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also mention that we have The Sound of Music. Presented by our friends at A Company of Fools, a fundraiser for one of their upcoming Shakespeare productions. Are they doing two? They're doing two, like a okay. Saturday and a Sunday. And of note, much like our ongoing fear with Die Hard and Rocky Horror, is Sound of Music is 20th Century Fox. Oh boy. So, besides for coming and supporting Company of Fools, and they always do well, it's always yeah. packed anyhow, but once again, this might be your last chance to see yeah. Sound of Music on the big screen. It's on the hit list, the Disney, D- Disney Air Jerks. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's still not... I don't know when we'll know, but... I read something where it's so complicated. I don't know what's going on, but there's something now about Brazil, where Brazil has a big television industry. Okay. And they're saying if Disney buys Fox, it's too many channels that they own, and it's breaking some monopoly law. In Brazil. In Brazil. Okay. But then that might affect, because other countries might say the same thing. So it's been well over a year that Disney and Fox have been going back and forth on this. And... It's still not fixed yet. I was like, "Wow, yeah. is it always like this?" I don't know. It doesn't seem because the Star Wars thing didn't feel that way. No, it uh, seemed like the Star Wars thing. They were like, "Yep." Yeah, it's so, like when you open a shadow and you neck kicked. Yep, right. yep. Maybe that's why. Maybe on the heels of Pixar, Muppets, Star Wars, yeah, Marvel, Marvel. Like yeah, one, maybe one that's too why. Many. I'm not opposed to that either, to be honest, because
0: it's they yeah. do have everything. Like, I don't want them having Simpsons now. Come on. <laughs> it really comes Just down to. Have- to I want a good Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, well, that's how my do we breed. not have one? I don't understand. It's the so, easiest property to get right. Like, give us Galactus. Give us... Yeah. There's such good know,
1: characters. The simplicity of the characters of the smart, absent-minded yeah, the guy. The strategy genius. The stretchy yeah. genius. The big, goonish, lovable guy. Yeah. The hot-headed, young... I was you really know, hoping you were going to say hot-headed. Yeah. Like, how else can you describe him? And one of the best modern women heroic characters. Who yeah. I got into an argument with a friend of mine who didn't realize that the modern Sue Storm was so cool. Okay. And she was she said, Oh sure, the she turns invisible. And I went on this I took my soapbox out. Yeah, there there it is. And, and I said, She's the only sane person on the team. Yeah. She's a super smart genius. Yeah. She's crazy powerful, her superpower and she's a mother yeah. and a you know, has a career. So all these great things that anybody could look at and go, Great. Yeah, you know? and she has
0: to babysit the thing in the torch as well. You yeah, know, so she way. she has
1: these motherly characteristics, she has these these scientist characteristics, she's the voice of reason on the team. So oh, I can't believe this hasn't been well, you look at people joke that Incredibles is the good Fantastic Four movies. I even suppose. though the powers aren't the same, yeah, but you I know, four that. characters, but but I'm like, let Brad Bird do a live-action Fantastic Four. Oh, my God. I, I'm just
0: shocked, because I, I do I enjoy the Silver Surfer one for what it is. Like, it's yeah. not good, per
1: se, but and Galactus is ruined in it, but anyway. Well, even some of the casting, Chris Evans as Human Torch and Michael Chiklis yeah. as The Thing. That's yeah. good casting. Chiklis was perfect. I mean, yeah, they were both perfect for that. You know, they keep trying. And they can't, from what I understand, they can't try again, but they have to, or they lose their rights to try again. Yeah. So at this point, the sports analogy, I think oh, it's like a finally. free agent kind of thing where they just let it go. They're yeah. just like, yeah, go. How <laughs> can <laughs> we make this about the Raptors somehow? Yeah. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, it's you almost think at this point that the Roger Corman version is the definitive version. <laughs> I've heard version. a number of
1: people say that is the best
0: of the four yeah. Fantastic Four movies. It's just, that blows me away more than anything because there are good X-Men movies. And oh, yeah. That's almost harder to pull off, I might have thought.
1: Yeah, like I really liked... X-Men, X-Men 2... First Class? Yeah, Logan, Days of Future Past. Really, they've had, in my opinion, X-Men 3 and the first Wolverine movie were bad. Apocalypse, I thought, was kind of so-so. Like, it was just...
0: It wasn't awful, but I just I didn't care that much about it. I think that's also, too, because they had had successes earlier. I was speed. like, geek
1: one over. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, they're wearing the cartoon costumes. Five stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You> know? <laughs> Even like the
0: Days of Future Past, I, there was some really terrifying stuff with the Sentinels that I felt yeah. they did really well. Like, it wasn't exactly the Sentinels that you might know from that story,
1: but yeah. they were scarier. <laughs> they took Spider-Man back, and that worked well. But yeah, a Fantastic Four movie and theoretically getting, you know, Wolverine fighting Hulk. Like, that's yeah. what this is all about. Oh, man.
0: And- I just, there, there's so many cool things. I mean, you know more than anyone that there's so many cool things we'll probably never see. Yeah. But, you know, they, any little success is good, I suppose, at this point.
1: I just want Nick Cage in another Ghost Rider movie that's oh, all I want man or in another comic <laughs> book movie of any kind really I think, like, have I said this before I think he'd be really good as a Doctor Strange hero or villain I don't well because like weird... he played
0: Fu Manchu in the oh, yeah. trailer for the Rob Zombie thing yeah, for Grindhouse yeah, yeah. so I mean that's almost that's sort of close but yeah. he'd be closer than Ben Kingsley I, I suppose yeah. No, I'm here for any Nicolas Cage
1: role, really, so. New movie is supposedly his craziest yet, but oh. I feel like I said that over the last two. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap this up because I want to go watch a Santa Claus movie in a little bit. I will say I was
0: I was totally wrong. I was thinking that the Get Out Father was the gay character from Shape of Water. Yeah. It is not. No. I don't know why I was thinking that. It's just in my head, I kind of combined the two and they yeah, were yeah, both... Yeah. I know I've said it before, too, so people are so, too nice to me and not calling me
1: out on my stupid remarks. They were both in Cabin in the Woods. Wow, really? Yeah, oh, they, that's they, right. were, they like, were the two I love that. were oh, the two office guys. Are they the
0: scientist, the guy with the glasses, yeah, yep. and the other guy. That yeah, was <laughs> those two guys. Oh, my God. Oh, see, now my brain <laughs> is even more exploded. I don't know why I thought it was the same guy. Like, it's, yeah, it's racist. More, <laughs> more, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm the problem. Okay, so happy New Year, everybody! This yeah. will be our last podcast of the '18s. Yeah, I can't. I don't even
0: remember when this one comes out. I don't, I don't know. We're recording this in the past. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we've banked some of these, so, so I it's, don't know. it'll be 2019 when this comes out, or not? This quite. will be 2018. Okay, this will okay. be the
1: last 2018. Cool, cool. Okay, so visit us at MayfairTheatre.ca. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Visit our friends at House of Targ. If you have nothing to do on New Year's Eve, they're having a New Year's party that I'm sure will be. Spectacular, well, from, like up until midnight and everything. I think so, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm not. I don't think I'm lying about that. I don't. know. Yeah. whatever. If I am, they're doing <laughs> yeah. something else cool too. Yeah, check they're their website. Day. Check their website. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're just <laughs> don't completely trust us on this. <laughs> There's a <laughs> giant lineup on on YouTube. Checks in what clock? I know. No, was no. Told this was open. <laughs>
1: Josh said. Okay, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you soon at the Mayfair. Bye. Bye, bye. See you in the 2019s. 2019. 19. We're in the fe- We're in Blade Runner year. Oh my god, I'm not ready for this. Ever wonder what chickens do when you're not looking?
0: No chicken escapes from Tweedy's farm! We've got to get out
1: of here. Chicken identity confirmed.
0: Ginger. Julia
1: Zawala. Come on!
0: Mrs. Tweedy.
1: Miranda Richardson. It's a pie machine. Chickens go in, pies come out. What kind of pies? Babs.
0: Jane Horrocks. I don't want to be a pie!
1: I don't like gravy.
0: Rocky the Rooster.
1: Mel Gibson. Hi, how (laughs) are
0: you? Which bunk is mine? (laughs) Let's rock and roll!
1: Those chickens are up to something. They're organized. Chickens! They're on a mission. Operation Cover up! That's chicken impossible. <laughs> Mixed vegetables! Chicken run. This egg will hatch in five seconds. We mustn't panic! <laughs>